G'day, I'm Stephen Page from Page Proven, Family Fertility Lawyers in Brisbane. You're listening to the Australian uh, Family and Fertility Law Podcast. What you're about to listen to uh, is the audio version of a video that I've recorded that you'll find, uh, if you want to see the video version, uh, on the Page Proven website. But in the meantime, enjoy, enjoy this uh, listening to my voice. Uh, I hope you find it informative, uh, and if you've got any inquiries, of course, please contact us. G'day, I'm Stephen Page from Page Proven Family Fertility Lawyers, and I'm talking today about surrogacy changes in the Republic of Georgia. Now, I've had clients who've undertaken surrogacy in both Georgias. Now, Georgia, uh, Atlanta, um, which... Uh, is the home of Coca-Cola, amongst others, um, and Delta Airlines. Um, and Georgia, which is in the Caucasus, um, roughly between um, Russia and Iran. This one is about the second Georgia, uh, between Russia and Iran. The Republic of Georgia has been uh, a destination for Australians. In recent years, over... Um, in, in one year at least, over 20 um, children were born to Australian intended parents um, in the Republic of Georgia via surrogacy. And it's been a destination that's open for heterosexual couples, but no longer. The Georgian Health Minister has announced that from 1 January uh, 2024, surrogacy will not be open to uh, international intended parents in Georgia just stopped. And this will happen um, by a law that will be um, presented to the Georgian Parliament and then um, presumably enacted uh, by the Georgian Parliament. I, I want to congratulate the Republic of Georgia about the process in which it's gone about that. Um, namely, it's given six months notice of the intention to have these laws. Um, and that's quite different to what we've seen um, in other places um, in the past, uh, India, Nepal, um, Thailand, Cambodia, Mexico, where the change has been imposed and overnight. So by having notice in place enables intended parents um, not to be stuck halfway through their journey, but gives them sufficient time um, to plan their affairs. Now, those who are already going through the journey, my expectation is that they won't be directly affected, namely if they already have a surrogate pregnant prior to 1 January 2024. Obviously, those who haven't had a surrogate pregnant before 1 January 2024 ought to look somewhere else. I understand that there's some suggestion that um, the surrogate might go to somewhere like Armenia, um, a place where there is no regulation of surrogacy. I would strongly uh, urge anyone considering that just don't. Just don't. Don't go into a wild west of cowboy lands where you may not in fact be recognised as parents. Don't give yourself that grief. Plan the process now to look uh, at somewhere else. You might say, well, why has Georgia done this? Why has it done this now? Um, and I think there are a number of reasons. Uh, the first is that back in 2021, there was a, a second uh, surrogacy baby farm in the world. If we turn our minds back to 2014, there was the first um, uh, baby farm. 
You may remember the Baby Demi saga where we had a couple from West Australia, the Farnells, who had two children via surrogacy with the Mrs. Chanbua uh, in uh, Thailand. They had two children, uh, Piper, a girl, and Gammy, a boy. Piper turned out healthy. Gammy uh, was uh, born with Down syndrome. And after the child was born, uh, Gammy was withheld by uh, Mrs. Chambua in Thailand. Uh, Mrs. Farnell had to go home empty-handed, or at least empty-handed of Gammy. They took Piper home. And then uh, the world's media took up the story and uh, we all learnt that Mr. Farnell was a convicted paedophile multiple times over. And he hadn't told the clinic. Oh, evidently the clinic hadn't asked. Uh, Mrs. Chambua certainly didn't know. And nor did Mr. and Mrs. Farnell know that Mrs. Chanbua had put her age up improperly. She hadn't told the, the clinic, and nor had the clinic asked. So with that outlier case, one might think, understandably, that the Thai government and parliament passed laws uh, to greatly restrict surrogacy in Thailand. But that wasn't the driver. Uh, when I was talking to journalists, and I talked to many, many journalists during that period, the driver by the Thai government was the Thai baby farm. Because at the same time, news broke, the same clinic, of course, uh, had facilitated uh, the son of a Japanese dot-com billionaire to have 16 children, all at the one time, uh, using uh, a variety of Thai and Cambodian surrogates. The Thai government held on to these children at first because it was concerned properly about trafficking of the women and trafficking of the children. Ultimately, the uh, court in Thailand held that it was appropriate for the children to be um, united with their father, and off they went. But because of that case, and reinforced by Baby Gammy, suddenly Thailand had all these laws concerning uh, surrogacy greatly restricting the practice. The second baby farm was reported from uh, Georgia in 2021. Uh, a, a couple, um, decided to have lots of children, and they had about 20 children, all in a year. They had 16 nannies from recollection. And the wife uh, was a stripper from uh, Russia, uh, who was on holiday in Georgia. The husband was um, a bus magnate. He, he owned this bus line, or all these buses, in Turkey. They met um, in Georgia, fell in love, and then decided to have all these children, have an instant family. And he had the money to do it. Well, all that came to pass, the news broke. Subsequently, he has been arrested for tax evasion and held in custody in Turkey. I don't know the outcome uh, of those charges, but I worry for those children. After that news broke of the, the baby farm in Georgia, one would think uh, that there might have been action by clinics there to tone down what they were doing, because of course they've got a social license to operate, um, or there might have been action by the Georgian government um, to take action. Neither happened. COVID came and went. The Ukraine war started. The demand for surrogacy in Georgia went through the roof. 90 odd percent of the work undertaken by Georgian clinics was by foreigners. One could well imagine uh, Georgians who wanted to go to their local IVF clinic and seek help to discover that well, we can't offer you help at the moment because we're at capacity. Why? Because they're doing all this work for foreigners. One could well imagine in those circumstances the Georgian government deciding, well, 
there is a way to provide capacity and that is to stop foreigners using uh, surrogates uh, in Georgia. So we'll see how this plays out. As I said, I think it's really good uh, that the Georgian government's given notice. We'll see how the Georgian clinics react, uh, whether they will seek to lobby the government to change its mind or they'll move elsewhere. Um, time will tell. If you have embryos in Georgia and you're thinking of getting them out, um, please contact me. I have a view about how that can happen and how you can undertake surrogacy ethically somewhere else. Hopefully at not too high a price uh, in today's challenged world. Thank you.